Welcome, everybody, to Hello. the second episode of the Witty Banter Book Club Podcast. I am Maddie, and this is... I'm Courtney, and today <laughs> we are going to be giving you a review of Love in the Time of Serial Killers by Alicia Thompson. Yes, in this book... Yeah. It's bad. I hated it. <laughs> we will get into it. <laughs> but if you are new and this is your first episode you are watching, we are the Woody Banter Book Club. And we break our podcasts down into two different parts of an episode. The first part is spoiler free. So there will be absolutely no spoilers. So if this is a book you are interested in reading, we'll be talking about different literary elements of the book without any spoilers but if you are interested in knowing how we really felt about this book and you did read the book or you simply don't care we have a whole section for spoilers so well today like courtney said we'll be reading love in the time of serial killers by alicia thompson i personally bought this book because of the cover i think Thank this you. is a gorgeous cover i had high hopes for a book this beautiful Unfortunately, sometimes looks can be deceiving. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about that today. So let's talk about what this book is about. So this book follows Phoebe Walsh, who is a PhD student. It doesn't say what school she goes to, but I'm assuming it's like Duke or something because they're in North Carolina or she's in North Carolina. And her dad dies, sad. And... She's not super torn up about it because she and her dad weren't super close, but she does have a younger brother whose name is, oh god, what's her brother's name? Oh, oh gosh. Connor? I, that doesn't seem Connor, right. Connor, yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. Connor? Yeah. yeah, okay. Her brother, Connor, but her younger brother, Connor, who is 23, lives with their dad. Well, lived with their dad. Her, their dad is dead. Um, and... She has to return to Florida, which is where he is from, to clean out her childhood home and sell it and put it on the market. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, this sounds awfully similar to another book I read. You'd be correct. It sounds very similar to Beach Read by Emily Henry, which is very, very similar. Um, where it differs, though, is that <coughs> her brother is a... Is a uh, a very laid back kind of guy who's, you know, kind of Florida Manny in the sense where he's just, you know, a nice guy. Um, she meets this guy, though. His name is Sam. And she thinks that Sam is a serial killer. Because something that I forgot to mention, because I'm horrible at doing summaries, <laughs> is that her, she... <laughs> She is currently writing her dissertation on true crime, the genre of true crime. And because of that, she is consistently listening to true crime podcasts, reading the books, doing everything that she possibly can that involves true crime, other than committing true crime. And she meets this guy and she is convinced he's a serial killer, right? He is like this everybody knows him kind of guy. He's an outstanding member of society kind of guy. And people just seem to like him. But she finds him very suspicious. So she tries, as she's cleaning out her house, to, you know, prove to herself that this man is, in fact, a serial killer. While doing that, though, she starts to notice that 
maybe he's not so bad after all. Maybe he's really not the uh, the guy that she thinks he is. And the story follows Phoebe in her journey to clearing out her father's house and falling in love with Sam Dennings. Is he a serial killer? I don't know. I guess you'll have to wait to the spoiler section to figure <laughs> that out. Now, <sighs> this book is a enemies to lovers in the sense where she thinks that he's an enemy, but he is not an enemy. He's just, like, a guy, and he has no idea that she has these thoughts about him. And she thinks that he's a serial killer. So she's, like, built up in her head that he's, like, the super shady guy who's done, like, really crazy, creepy, weird things. Because he does do some weird, weird things. things. And she doesn't think he's a- or she thinks that he's a serial killer. So it's enemies to lovers in that sense. It is, uh kind of one-sided enemies to lovers though where he yeah. definitely does not have any negative opinions about her it is completely her having just super negative opinions about him now it also also it does do the whole grumpy sunshine thing but the grumpy sunshine is a little reversed here where i would argue yeah. that phoebe is the grumper and sam is the sunshine so, yeah. did I, you like that? Did you like my summary, or is there anything you want to add? Because I'm very bad at, at doing summaries. I also read this book a while ago, so it's not mm -hmm. super fresh in my mind. So, if there's anything I forgot, feel free to add in something. I think you covered all the general plot points. I would say it also falls into, like, the guy next door category. Um, obviously, Literally. It's a, it, obviously, it's a romance. I don't know if I would call Sam sunshine because he'd have to have a personality in order for that to <laughs> apply but i think that she two, was... he's less cynical that's yeah sure. i i think that the uh the author was definitely trying to get him across as being a sunshine type of person so oh boy yeah i have thoughts but we're gonna hop into giving it our little rundown rating first First element, would we recommend this book? No. See, <laughs> this is where we disagree. I did recommend this book to you. <laughs> and you did not like it. But here's the thing. I still thought it was enjoyable. But it's definitely, if somebody's like, hey, Maddie, what's a good romance book that I should read? I would absolutely not name this as number one. It's not my favorite at all. Like in any any stretch of the word um but i don't think it was like the worst book i ever read it definitely wasn't the best it wasn't the worst my i i guess from my perspective here's where i'm thinking of where i wouldn't recommend it to somebody right so like i you and i dedicate a lot of time to reading books across the board I don't know that everybody does that, right? And it's, I mean, it's not super big, but it takes some time in terms of, like, if I'm, if someone's asking me, like, what romance book should I read? There's a full long list that I have. This isn't on it. I, I didn't even want to finish it, to be honest with you. That's how much I dislike wow. the male character. Uh, and Phoebe was just mean. Uh, but, like... I don't know. I Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it personally. There's a, a lot of other stuff that I would rather read or I would rather recommend to somebody. If you pick this book up and you're like, well, should I not read it? No, everybody has different opinions. Like, 
if you really want to give it a shot, go ahead. But it's not one that I'm like, you need to spend the money on this and buy it. It was, I mean, it's 17 bucks. So maybe if it's on sale too, go ahead. I felt very passionately about not liking this book though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's very, it is a very dull read in my opinion. Um, It's fun in the sense that you are asking yourself the entire time, is he a serial killer? Which is what I liked about it, is that the entire time I was like, yeah, but is he a serial killer? Yeah, but is he a serial killer? So I was very, I liked it in that sense, because it did feel sort of mystery-ish, but I did not super enjoy it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, It also took me a while to read this book. I think it took me like a week to read it or something like that because I was just having a hard time getting through it but the cover it really sold me don't judge a book by its cover and I'm gonna be honest with you I read another book while I was trying to finish this one because I just needed something to I'm sorry this is gonna be a really negative one for me but like I needed (laughs) something to look forward to and I there were parts where I just had to put this book down because it was so aggravating and I just needed, like, another <laughs> another outlet. But um, I guess that's a good segue into our next category. I also would not – this this category is whether or not you would recommend it to uh, your younger sister because Maddie and I both have teenage sisters. I would not recommend it to my sister either because uh, I generally wouldn't. There's also some smut in here. It's relatively tame, but uh, I could not in good conscience recommend it to her, no. I also said that I would not recommend it to my sisters. I wouldn't go out of my way to recommend it, once again, if, like, my youngest sister who reads a lot was like, hey, I bought this book, I'd be like, okay, like, read something else first, but... Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't honestly, like... Courtney is very anti this book. I didn't think it was, like, super awful. I didn't think it was the greatest thing I ever read either. So it's definitely... You're going to be getting a little bit of... Maybe maybe we'll have our own witty banter today. Mm, I think that's in store. Yes. Mm. <laughs> All right. So general overview, too, if this is your first time or if you forgot from our last episode, we rate these on four overall elements. Uh, So that's going to be the witty banter, the character development, the smut, and then the realism. Uh, We also do an overall rating. My overall rating was a three, and I felt generous giving it that. Um, I like that it still had an overall happy ending. Like, that's essential for me. So... I guess that part was nice, but I'll go ahead and let Maddie give her overall rating and then we'll we'll move on to witty banter. Yeah, so I also would give it a three, but mine is more of an optimistic three, where I saw, I see what she was trying to do with this book, and I don't think that it was, like I said, awful by any means. Like, I don't think it was a horrible book. It was definitely not the best book. It was not. There's definitely a lot of things that I did not like about this book, but I give it a three. You know, it's not like I'm also super generous with my ratings just for like reference. I give like <laughs> pretty much every book I ever read a five on Goodreads. So I <laughs> um, I definitely 
would give it a three though i think that's what i gave it on yeah. goodreads too is it well three? i just i also think it's funny that i'm like i didn't like it and you're like it's okay but we still both came out with the same yeah. like overall well rating. yours is a yours is a pessimist pessimistic three and mine is an optimistic three that's right which is very um out of character for us i know but <laughs> that's okay all right on to the next one witty banter i gave it a two really I did. I gave it a three. I didn't think it, the banter was really that great at any point. I just, I don't know. It, like, a two seems kind of low to me, and a three seems, like, fair, I think. Okay. I don't know. I just didn't feel a lot of chemistry. I didn't feel, like, it wasn't quippy. The things that they said to each other didn't make me laugh, right? And I didn't feel, I felt tension. Not all of it was positive, right? I just felt like she was very, I felt like Phoebe was very mean. And Sam just took it. Like, there wasn't a lot of back and forth. Like, she says something kind of funny and but also a little bit mean and targeted and he says something back so I didn't I felt like it was very one-sided um, yeah and I didn't feel the tension so yeah that is um a big issue with this is that Phoebe is really like not a likable person she is just like she's super judgmental and as somebody who is super judgmental I don't like to read (laughs) about characters that are really judgmental I just feel like I don't know it just like it kind of made her like ugly like you know like yeah yeah like on the inside like she was just not super yeah, I see what you're saying with the ban- like. It was definitely like it was a lot of one-sided stuff. Like it in other books, you know, it's banter is supposed to be people going back and forth with each other, and it just bouncing back and forth, and it comes sort of effortlessly, and it makes sense, and it's you know enjoyable to read, and it makes you laugh, and you go ha ha ha, that's so funny. <laughs> but a lot of it was her just like being very like accusatory and aggressive in ways that weren't. Um, like romantic yeah no like it there's no other way to describe it it was just mean and it wasn't like a lot of times characters will like in books they'll lash out right because they're trying to hide their feelings but there are things that phoebe said to sam that were just like very unkind and it was lashing out but it was more of like a a defense mechanism i i don't know it was just it didn't land, I think, the way that maybe the author had intended. And mm-hmm. I just didn't like, one, he wasn't giving it back to her either. He was just kind of sitting there taking it. That doesn't help with, like, the dynamic. And so, yeah, I I gave it a lower but rating. But I think, I think that part of that is also the issue with Sam in general, which is that he's just really not a person. Like, he's a an idea of what a person is which is like they don't talk and they just like have thoughts but then they don't share those thoughts and well and here's the thing too and i don't think this is a huge giveaway sam is a music teacher an elementary school music teacher and he just on the page is so bland and i'm like this is a profession where you picture the person being like so out going and like because you have to energize kids about music and yeah like that's something they find interesting especially at that age but you would just think that he would have this bigger personality 
I think that's also a good segue into our character development. Um, I, again, character development, I gave it a three. I really felt like they ended on the same note that they started. Like, they weren't really, they hadn't changed all that much aside from the fact that they were able to come together. But I still felt like they were the same people, and I felt like... Phoebe's character development took way longer than it should have with some of the things that happened in the relationships that she was it's forming. super funny you say that because I actually gave it a two. <laughs> um, I thought that okay. they just, like, because I, I felt like giving a one was mean, but, like, a two <laughs> is just, like, they don't change. Like, they're not yeah. different. And a huge issue with that is, like, a good a, a good part about a story, even in romance novels, is that there still is a hero's journey. And mm-hmm. there is still some sort of change that's happening throughout the story. And if you can't exactly say what that change is, like, what what is Phoebe? I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to the spoiler section. But, like, her change is, like, really just not super drastic. Yeah, not very impactful. No, it's just, it's very bland and, yeah, enough said there. Uh, yeah. Mm. Sam. Sam. Um, yeah, he's just, it's hard to have character development if you don't really have a personality at all. Well, I wanted to talk about, um, like, the incorporation of her sibling. Mm-hmm. Connor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do go on. Um, but we didn't talk about Sam. I don't think we talked about Sam enough. Sam. 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 Sam's character development. Yeah. Like I mean, like I said, he. It's hard because he doesn't have much of a personality in the book. I would say. Maybe. He's not even. He doesn't even come to be more guarded after some of these things happen like he's just still very open with her even though she's unkind i i mean like if we're talking about his personal character development there's at zero one there's none like he's just the same through and through i guess you can say that's good for consistency but i like watching characters grow in the book so i don't know what are your thoughts maddie yeah i think that sam just once like I, like you said he just doesn't have any personality and because he doesn't have a personality and he lacks any like real interest i didn't find him to be like a very compelling love interest either mm-hmm. and because of that it definitely since he didn't have a personality of his own there was no nothing for phoebe to overcome and because of that she didn't have any character development because she didn't have to change in any way to um I don't want to say, like, to appease his lifestyle or whatever, but, like, you know, there's, like, some element of that in these romance novels mm-hmm. where you have to sort of change, like, a, a negative part of yourself in order to be with the person that you like. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really get that from Phoebe. Like, she just didn't change. And it's, like, sure, maybe it's nice to have somebody accept you for who you are, but, like, what happens if you just, like, are not good? Yeah, and, like, I mean, I guess her relationship with her brother changed a little bit, just, like, her perception of how important he is to her, but that still wasn't even See, I didn't... 
I didn't really get that. Like, like I just didn't even get that from it. Like, I thought that maybe her and his, er, her and Connor's fiance or girlfriend or whatever, that like sh- their relationship changed a little bit. Mm. But like at the end of the day, I think that she still just looked at Connor like he was a an eight year old boy. That's fair. Well, he acted like one. He act. Yeah, he had. A, he was just super <sighs> annoying character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, like, fun and lovable either. He was just annoying. No, and that wasn't... What's kind of sad is that you could tell that's what the author was trying to go for, was trying to make him fun and lovable, but it just didn't come off that way. It just came off as, like, a little immature kid. Yeah, the delivery was just not there. Yeah. All right. Well, on that solemn note, we're going to move on to Smut. I gave the Smut a two. It was not riveting to me. (laughs) Yeah, see, I gave it a three, but also it was not riveting. So, like, it just. I was not, like, waiting for it to happen. I wasn't excited for the buildup. And again, that probably also, has to do with the characters' personalities, but. I also felt like there wasn't a buildup. Mm, like, yeah, it was kind of fair. like. It was kind of like her being, like, oh, I don't like him because he's a serial killer. And then her being like, actually, I'm going to sleep with him in the pool. Like, yeah. it was just kind of like, okay. How All right. There. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It just, like, it also just, like, wasn't hot at all. Like, no. it was just, like, it was very like, anticlimactic and boring. And it's it almost had, like, the same effect as, like, fades to black. Yeah. Might as well have... In my opinion, it would have been better to, like, allude to some of those things than to have written them the way that they were written. Because the chemistry between the characters just wasn't there, so the scenes were just lacking that luster that you look for with any good smutty romance. Yeah, I really just... I definitely think that this was a... Yeah, I gave it a three originally. I'm going to go back to two. I'm going to go with a two, two. It just really wasn't... It just... It just... The tension wasn't there. Like, it was all so... And it was so... This is, like, a common theme. It was so one-sided, the tension, that it was just, like, okay, it doesn't actually exist. No. Like, it's all in your head. It's, It's not real. She was just... She was just mean. Just mean. Yeah. With, like, no reason. Uh, I guess the realism, realism is our next category. I gave it a higher score in that area. I gave it a three because I do think that some people are just boring. Like, obviously not every romance story is going to be like polar opposites and they get whisked away and like, but I do think like some of the struggles are real, like dealing with a parent that you don't like very much and dealing with grief um I do think some of like her obsessiveness is really unrealistic uh like I don't think people as wary as you may be I don't think people are that guarded I guess or like that obsessed with the whole true crime thing where she thinks he's a serial killer like I just don't view that as realistic and you can be wary of people and you can get bad vibes from them but like 
she was just kind of off the deep end in that regard. Uh, and like, I don't know. I think it was kind of unrealistic how childish her brother was. And what I was also concerned about is like, I mean, like they talk about how she like puts off this huge part of her paper and she just kind of evades the professor as she's trying to like (laughs) complete her degree uh and like i don't think that's realistic for people in higher academia either like as much as you can put that stuff off maddie i know (laughs) but like i i I don't know i (laughs) i gave it a three on realism could have been better could have been more I gave it a four on realism, but there are definitely some parts that are more realistic than others. I completely disagree with the whole waiting to the last minute <laughs> thing. That's I, because you personally have done that. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like it's not just me. And having oh been God. in obviously like Courtney's in a very Courtney is doing something very different than what I did. I did like a, a regular graduate school program and you know, I did like two years and I left. Um, during that time, I was with PhD candidates a lot. And when you're with those people, you realize that like a huge part of grad school is having this imposter syndrome that like you, it's not just grad school, it's all types of you yeah. know, schooling. Um, but having this imposter syndrome and thinking that you're not good enough because you are waiting till the last minute to do some tasks or because you feel like you're not understanding the readings, that is something that's really, really common in grad school. And because of that, like, I felt like it was super realistic because there's people I know who are procrastinating their dissertations as well. The thing that is not realistic, though, about it, there's a couple things. One, you can do your dissertation defense whenever you want. There's no date when they're like, okay, you have to do it by this year. If you don't finish it by that year, that's fine. You just do it the next time you're able to do it. You don't have to do it, like, when it's assigned so that was a little unrealistic that she's like oh my god like i have to get this done by this day like just push your dissertation date back it's not a big deal people do it all the time it's super common in academia second while your topic is a little interesting the whole true crime serial killers you know genre um i don't (laughs) think it's super realistic that you could do a whole dissertation on that and that your school and i'm assuming that she goes to duke because she she goes, she's in North Carolina, and she talks about how it's, like, a great school or whatever. Prestigious. Yeah, like, there's no way that that's enough for a dissertation. There's just no way. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I I also thought it's, I mean, I liked that she was kind of, like, super into true crime, because I feel like that's, like, something that a lot of people are really into. I know that I used to, like, listen to true crime a lot but then I realized that it's not good for my mental health so I never became a Phoebe so that those aspects I would find to be a little unrealistic coming from like since I have just finished my graduate program I kind of understand like graduate school a little bit better than if I hadn't gone or whatever Mm -hmm. and really like at the end of the day it's really not that big of a deal like it's just like a plot point and it's not a big deal but it is a little both realistic and unrealistic Um, I don't think that her ability to, well, I feel like that's a spoiler. I don't want to talk about that yet. Um, 
she's a friend essentially and like I felt like their relationship was super unrealistic yeah and I just did not really like that that was incorporated I think that her relationship with Sam was a little realistic in the sense of like not a lot is like actually happening in it which I think is very common for relationships but not for the beginning of relationships like when you yeah, first there's usually a lot happening there yeah know? like when you first start dating somebody you're going out and you're doing things and you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself and whatever and then like relationships get like I don't want to say they get boring but they're just not as like eventful the longer you've been together and their relationship their relationship just wasn't super eventful right and like the author included some like events like you know um that were incorporated in this but they just didn't really feel super monumental yeah and I don't know. I also thought I thought that it was also super unrealistic that the Florida people didn't act like Florida people, which is <laughs> another tale, but it is what oh, it is. Oh gosh. Um so because of that, I gave it a 4, but I don't know. It's That's okay. Just go yeah. through gut. If it felt like a 4, it's a 4. Yeah. All right. But now we're going to get into the spoiler section. So as Maddie said before, if you've read it and you want to hear what our specific thoughts on different plot points are, please continue. Or if you don't really care to read the book after our scathing review, that (laughs) might be a potential outcome. Feel free to stick around uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about the plot. But if you would like to read this for yourself and develop your own opinion, which I encourage you to do, Go ahead and hop off now, and we will see you next time. Or come back and watch us after you finish reading it and see if we're right. (laughs) Okay, so there's one thing specifically that I actually really enjoyed about this book. Um, And that is, so Phoebe is a plus-size female main character, uh, which they're hard to come by and when you do find them oftentimes their entire personality revolves around like not feeling valued not feeling traditionally beautiful and phoebe throughout the book i feel is very like her self-confidence issues don't come from her physical appearance right and she seems pretty confident in it it's not like the main it's not her main personality trait right and like I think a lot of authors where they fall flat on trying to have inclusion with plus size women in their romance novels is they make that like the focal point of their personality and everything else is an afterthought. Um, But I did really like that Phoebe was just a person who happened to be plus size and that wasn't like a huge compelling plot point. That being said, Phoebe is not a nice person and she was very unkind to Sam. I've already said that a billion times, but there were just, she would hurt him purposefully, I feel like. She'd say things that were hurtful instead of just being like, hey, I'm not really emotionally available. She would be like spiteful and mean. And he was just like, he's supposed to be in theory, like this nice guy, right? This good person. And she would just be like unnecessarily unkind. And then my whole deal with this book is I find Sam incredibly boring 
there's not a thing that like sticks out about him he's a music teacher his personality doesn't fit what that should be in my head um and granted not everybody's gonna be super exciting and high energy in real life there are people who are just kind of like mundane but it really detracted from the story because like the tension between him and Phoebe was very one-sided because she was just mean and he would just be like okay and then at the end you know after she she walks away she's like I'm done and she's had every opportunity to like be with Sam she just wants to continue down the road that she's been going down her whole life of being a loner um and eventually she realizes the error of his ways and he's just like okay yeah and it wasn't yeah. even, like, a plot point where I'm, like, they end up together and I'm, like, oh, he always knew she would end up this way. Like, she always knew that he would come back and he just had faith in her. Like, to me, it just felt like he had been used as a doormat and then was, like, okay, when she came back around and, barely, like, barely apologized. Yeah. So, um, okay. He is not a serial killer. That was, not, like, the no. big the big reveal or whatever but that was so early on in the book too but the thing is is that i was still holding on hope throughout the entire book i was like no because it would explain why he has no personality i was like it would be so great if at the end of this she was right and then phoebe gets murdered that would have been 10 times better that would have been an excellent five i that it would have been an amazing book had that been the case um he he just like he's so odd that it doesn't and he's okay so serial killers have like a very like particular sort of you know lifestyle about them that people associate right it's that they're quiet they're members of their community and they're like these people who are like I- i'm thinking about like the ted bundys and the very John non-offensive and like yeah like the people who are just like you know, they kind of just go by like go throughout life and they're committing like these horrible crimes and you don't know it because they're like good people in their regular lives or whatever. And I think that that is what I was holding on hope for was that that was going to be the case at the end of the day because Sam just never evolved into having any more interesting sides of himself. He was like, I've got a secret. I have an old guitar. Oh, Wow. Wow, okay. <laughs> that is crazy. I cannot believe that. That's just so wild and insane. Um, but he just, like, never had any serious, tra- like, traits. Yeah. And, like, he he's like, you know, oh, I'm gonna help, I'm gonna help your brother propose to his girlfriend and use my, my students as, like, the help. And I'm like, first of all, what parents would sign off to that? Second also, of all, terrible way to propose. Yeah, if Terry proposes to me using what is it called, oh, Chubwumba? Ch- oh my god, I get knocked down. Yeah, it's a tub, that song, Tub Thumping. Tub Thumping. Yeah, if I get, I like that. Listen, I'm not gonna lie, I like that song. Okay, sometimes when it comes out of the gym, I'm like, yes, I like this song. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good song to dance to. Um, it's a good song for fourth graders to. Well, actually, it's not a good song for fourth graders no. to dance to because it is very inappropriate. But um, at, like, if Terry proposed to me with that song, I would be. Livid. I'd say no. I would say absolutely Livid. not. Um, it just and didn't it just have any seemed, relevance. Like no, and it like was the very whole point of it was like 
yeah it was like oh it's gonna be funny and I'm like it's not though like it's not funny well and it's like it's kids right that would make sense if um the so the brother his now fiance right she works in the medical system she's not like a teacher or anything so all these kids doing a flash mob as a proposal I was like this just feels like one I think it shows her brother's immaturity right because like if you've been with someone you want to get married to them you should know in what way proposing to them would like right. be the best and they've right? been together he's they're supposed to be like 23 so they've been together since they were 17 yeah a lot that's I mean six years that's a long time at that point you should know someone well enough to be like this is how I should propose to you and it wasn't even his first plan right so it's not like he, it was super it was just kind of like a last ditch effort and right I don't know uh, that's another thing too though her brother I'm like and I get that there's immature people but he was just so cringy and he re- literally reminded me of a 13 year old the whole book and I just wanted to like shake him like so immature so helpless like drove me nuts absolutely nuts yeah it's awful um we need to talk about her relationship with her friend ah yes what was her friend's name again i don't know allison i think so allison i think it was allison Allison? um yeah okay so so remembering people's names one, Phoebe is an epic grudge holder because, like, the whole reason their friendship falls apart, right, is because Phoebe's in a kind of a dark place. She messages Allison. She's like, LOL, KMS. Uh, and Allison's like, uh, okay, and calls her parents and is like, hey, I think Phoebe's got something going on. And then Phoebe's just like, cool, I'm never going to be friends with you ever again. And, like, even if you're betrayed by that, hurt by that, like, recognizing that your friend was coming from a place of, like, they wanted to make sure that you were safe. Like, and then and then Phoebe drags this all the way out into adulthood until she runs into Allison again. And then she's a total coward about, like, how she interacts with Allison. And Allison and her kind of reconnect over books and cats, my favorite subjects. Um, but, like... That's it. still very cold to Allison, and Allison is so warm and, like, forgiving and understanding, and, like, she has a hard time even telling Allison that she loves her. There was no closure between her and Allison's relationship at all, and that really bothered me because it was, like, Allison was just, like, completely forgotten, like, halfway through the book. Well, and there's, like, there's a part where they go out shopping together, and she's like, hey, I'm sorry for how things ended, and then, like, that's the last time that they mention Allison and it was the last time like I wish that Phoebe had done something to like show Allison how much she meant her especially after dragging out what I felt was like a pretty bs conflict for years into adulthood for Allison Mm -hmm. for her to like kind of half-ass apologize and then like Allison to just be like yeah okay we're cool like that was very anticlimactic and then they just never talked about her ever again nope And it is, I found that to be actually super frustrating because it seemed like, it seemed like the author had like an idea for who, 
who Phoebe used to be and who she is now and was yeah. trying to show that like Phoebe is changing from being this super bitter person to being somebody who's a little bit more understanding but that just never actually like had any merit to it like that's what she was obviously trying to do and it just wasn't that's just not what ended up happening I felt yeah. like like the relationships Phoebe had with all the people that she had in Florida was just very like I'm here in Florida to clean out my dad my dead dad's house and yeah. now I'm gonna leave not a lot of substance there and that's my general problem overall with this book is that like you can tell that the author you can tell what the author was trying to do with all these different things right with her dynamic with Sam with her whole dissertation coming to terms with her dad all that stuff but it just doesn't quite hit the mark on anything and so it's like it's really frustrating because you're like oh if xyz would have been different in each category it could have been a better book but overall i think like the author had a vision i don't know what happened but we just never got to that end destination of where i feel like a lot of these plot points were supposed to be building up to and i just didn't feel any of the tension i didn't feel the chemistry so this book was just lacking in a lot for me to be honest and i was pretty disappointed <laughs> because the front is so um Honestly, my perception of Sam too, you have to take with a grain of salt because I love male love interests that are like big and brooding and like grumpy, like crab fishermen, hockey players, tattoo artists, I don't know, grungy. And so like all these like, the problem too is like Sam's a nice guy, but I'm just like, like, okay, you're a nice guy, but like what else you know not everybody's just like so morally good i don't know i just need a little bit of depravity in my my male counterparts yeah. in my romance novels and it wasn't See, there i think that there's definitely a way to write a book where it's about a school teacher like okay for example let's think about like new girl right like jess and nick they have a really great relationship and they have what I think this book is trying to have yeah. between Sam and Phoebe because <laughs> like I just I just feel like what they had was like they were opposites of each other you know Nick is very rugged and Jess is like this ball of sunshine and that's what's like Sam should have been what Jess is yeah he was just especially too being a music teacher literally like they for elementary school kids you have to be like yeah. so outgoing for that yeah like imagine having no personality and teaching fourth graders <laughs> they'd eat you alive yeah. they would literally eat you alive um in terms of the smut I feel like we need to read some po some po portion of this book out loud because we did for Beach Read and I feel like that should be something we do for all of them is read okay. just like some portion of it out. Oh, there's also a cat in this book um, who ah. is there and then not there. And I the cat, I think, is supposed to be like symbolizing her. Um, I don't know what the point of it was, though. Um, also, and it goes from I, like she's like I hate the cat to she's like I wish the cat was here. But it like she's so detached it, from stuff. 
It reminded me of um, Breakfast at Tiffany. Mm, okay. Or yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. if you have you ever seen it. Mm-hmm. You know, like at the end of the book, she like, or at the end of the movie, she realizes that like she actually cares for the cat and she like goes and chases the cat or whatever. I feel like that was kind of like, oh, something else that I liked is that going back to your original thing about what you said about inclusion, I think that the author does do a good job of like of inclusion. Like for an example, um, Allison is a gay character. And once again, I feel like sometimes in these books, the only thing about characters are their... um, like, just, like, what makes them different, and that's just not the case for people in real life, is, like, you're not, like, you don't sit around all day and talk about your sexuality all day, and you don't sit around all day and talk about how you're a plus-size person all day. That's just one part of who you actually are, and I think that the author did a good job with that um, with Allison, because she's uh, married to another woman, and because of that, she talks about her wife, but, like, it's not her whole personality is her yeah. being married to her wife. It's more which like I really like a do passing, enjoy. Passing mention too. It's yeah. It's not like a right. the most compelling part of her character. And I so I do exactly. think that was well done. It's the same for Phoebe being plus size. It's mm-hmm. like it's mentioned in there and it's important that it's in there for like context and everything of who the person is overall, but it's not their whole personality, which I really appreciate. Because sometimes those things can be really, really um overdone and you can tell that it's performative opposed to being just like like actually accepting of a person's identity which yeah i like let's see uh i stood on my tiptoes curling my hand around the back of his neck his skin was warm and slick with water i grabbed the hair at the nape of (laughs) the nape to pull him toward me i hadn't known i was going to kiss him until a split second before i did it felt like i'd known the minute i'd seen that he'd moved that stupid desk outside my front door had really you th- first, but it didn't last for long. Yeah, so she's really gonna sit there and say that she knew that from the second that he moved that desk, but which it happens in like the first chapter of the book. But instead, she spends the entire time just talking horribly about him. Well, and here's the thing too, right? So that I think that scene kind of paints as small of an excerpt as it was, right? So she she's the one like pulling him in, literally physically grabbing him by the nape of the neck. And she's also the one who's acknowledging like, I just decided this in this split second, which is, yes, it's counter to the argument that she's like, I knew I would do this from the very beginning, except for she didn't know she was going to kiss him until just now. But I think that's a good reflection of their overall relationship, right? She's pulling him in and she's making these decisions based on what she's feeling off like split seconds and then she's immediately regretting after having let him in and so she pushes away him away by hurting him but she's the one who's doing all of this like push and pull she's the one who's doing all of this like like he's consistent throughout he likes her he's boring um but she like she's the dominating one in the relationship and she's the manipulative and hurtful one but and in that scene too i don't know if you could tell just from that one little paragraph but the chemistry is just not there right like you want it so in the books you want it to be like neither of us could help ourselves anymore like they make eye contact and they just start kissing like there's not this whole yeah yeah um yeah and then you know of course they're having banter during this time but it's not it's not 
Good. Um, he <laughs> compliments. He says you have great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that's what he says. And then next up, uh, on the next page, <laughs> he says, "I'm trying to jump something else right now." <laughs> and said, "If that's okay by you." And she goes, "My bones." First of all, don't ask. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, like, yes, I mean, they ask, but, like, don't. but not like, <laughs> not like that. First of all, Sam, boring. Second of all, um, wh- why would you say that? I'm trying to jump something else right now. Uh, yeah, it was not, um, yeah, so that was... We're haters. Love <laughs> in the time of serial killers. Um, it is a it is a book. It um, is. It, yeah. It is. Would we suggest you buy it right now? No. Uh, wait until it goes on sale. Yeah. You know, Barnes and Noble is always doing these. You know buy one get one 50 percent off That's so right. get this one as your 50 percent off if you're really that interested in reading it it is a beautiful book the person who did this artwork did an amazing job it reminded me of valentine's day it just like i'm just looking at it now and it just like it's so cute it really it's is It's such a cute book um and and in terms of like book quality too, traveled with this it's, one as well. Yeah. Held up okay. Covers. Yeah, it's. I mean, I like to read like this, and they, it still sits flat. So, quality the of art the, and design are by Jennifer Prince. Congratulations, Jennifer. This is a beautiful yeah, book. <laughs> phenomenal work. Uh, in terms of content, missed. The it is mark. not a beautiful book. No. Uh, um, I that being said though I'm not opposed to reading anything by Alicia Thompson in the future so if she has anything else that comes out in the future that I think might be interesting I think we should definitely give those a shot because like the book is not horrible and I don't know much about her I don't know if this is her first book ever or something but that could be the case and if it is then like you know sometimes like the first things that we do are never like the best so it's it could just be a case of that it could be that she had a vision for it but she was like on a time deadline or something like that so I would definitely be willing to give other books by her in the future um a chance I am a little hesitant now about the people who gave reviews of this book um, uh, Allie Hazelwood, she does the, uh, Love Hypothesis mm-hmm. books. Um, I don't know if I'm willing to trust her book now, because I haven't read Love Hypothesis, um, which I do know is Kylo Ren and Ray fanfiction. <laughs> um, but they, I don't, I don't know if I'd be willing to read that now, because, like, it's just kind of a mid-book. Yeah. Uh, not the worst book, though, in the world. Like, no. we are being a little harsh now, but it is really not the worst book in the world, and if it, if you are interested in reading it, go for it. If you have read it before, or you have anything you want to say about this book, feel free to leave a comment in our YouTube section, yeah. or on our Instagram, because These I would love to- opinions. I'd love to hear what other people just think. If you think that we're totally wrong, let us know. If you think we're alright- also let us know. We need the we need the encouragement. Um, I think that 
overall, though, buy it on sale. Yeah. But that was Love in the Time of Serial Killers. Um, also, just a side note, right? Because Maddie just said that she would read something by Alicia Thompson. There is one author that we will not ever review on this channel. And we have never read any of their content, but the vibes are just off. Maddie, who is it? No, I don't think we should tell them. I think don't that we should so? just not say anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we should I think that we should spend however long on this podcast lasts like talking about how much we don't want to read this, but just never tell them what it is. And eventually they'll figure it out because they'll be like read these books and we'll be like we just won't ever yeah. do it. <laughs> um but uh yeah, right. there's definitely an author alienate. that Yeah. There's an author that we will never be reading on this on this channel. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're a fan of that author, the vibes are just off. Sorry. And Maddie, I, Maddie off. and I have never read any of their books, uh, but nope. it's just the vibes are. It, it's not going to happen. No slander, yeah. but all right. Yeah. On that note, our next book, which I'm about halfway through now, and I'm liking. So hopefully this one will be a little better than this week's episode. <laughs> uh, but it's Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. It's a bit of a thick boy. Um, so it's going to take us some time to mull through. But I'm really looking forward to it. It has some of those um, more masculine uh, male romance qualities that I like. So uh yeah yeah um if you are interested in finding us on social media you can find us on instagram and tiktok our username is at the woody banter book club if you are listening on spotify or itunes or somewhere else where you get your podcast we are also available on youtube for a video version so if you want to watch us on there you can find us on there as well and if you're watching on youtube hi thank you so much for watching um, make sure you guys, you know, leave a, leave, oh my gosh, make sure that you guys leave <laughs> us, uh, ratings and give us a thumbs up and do all that sort of stuff. It will help us a lot with the algorithm and getting us on other people's pages because we have a lot of opinions about books and we like to talk about books a lot and I would like to hear what other people have to say about books as well. So that is it for this week. We will see you all next week with things we never got over. That's what it's called. Right. Things we never got over, yes. Yeah, I keep saying it, and then in my head, for some reason, it doesn't sound right when I say it, so I just, <laughs> whatever. Um, but that being said, we will see you guys next week, and yeah. Bye! Thanks. Bye!